you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We always talk about immortality, you know, and uh, some, some of us think maybe we will be immortal, that we'll live forever, but you know, when you really think about it, we're not going to be. But I say this, and this is overwhelming and mind-blowing, that through this bust, with these guys, in that hall, we will be forever. Today we remember and celebrate a Pro Football Hall of Famer, an absolute legend, an icon in the sport of football and beyond. John Madden passed away yesterday at the age of 85. His life, his legacy will live on for lifetimes to come. We're going to welcome welcoming you in now with heavy hearts uh, as we mourn the passing of John Madden right here on Good Morning Football, our show presented to you by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. As always, it is Wednesday, December 29th, and the NFL world is speaking out memories, lots of love, of course, extended to the family of the great John Madden. My name is Kay Adams. Kyle Brandt is here, Peter Schrager, Michael Robinson as well. And we'll begin with a statement from our commissioner, Roger Goodell, who will be joining us right here on Good Morning Football during our show. He said, and quote, on behalf of the entire NFL family, we extend our condolences to Virginia, Mike, Joe, and their families. We all know him as the Hall of Fame coach of the Oakland Raiders and broadcaster who worked for every major network. But more than anything, he was a devoted husband, father, and grandfather. Nobody loved football more than coach. He was football. He was an incredible sounding board to me and so many others. There will never be another John Madden, and we will forever be indebted to him for all he did to make football and the NFL what it is today. We'll, of course, be sharing our memories. The commissioner will be joining our show, Melissa Stark, who, of course, worked so closely with him. It's the time we're on the holidays. There was a beautiful documentary surrounding and based on John Madden and his impact on the NFL and beyond. So we'll just start with your thoughts. Kyle Brandt, what do you got? Well, it's very sad, but I also think this is a celebration. He made so many of us who love football so happy. A magical man. This was like football Dumbledore. And if you came of age in the 90s, he was your cool, funny football grandpa. Roger Goodell himself has compared him to Elvis, saying he was our king. 
And I remember when he became my king, I remember like it was yesterday, it was late 80s, late season, Packers at Soldier Field, freezing five degrees out, and the broadcast goes to a shot of a guy who's shirtless, big old belly, drinking beers, and Madden just jumps right into that Telestrator. He circles the beer, he circles the hat, then he circles <laughs> the beers on the bottom, he circles the empties. It was all so fun and so funny, and it was just a lot. He talked a lot, and he was loud, and he was big, and so you think, all right, go to commercial break, take a little breath of oxygen. Nope, he's jumping right through a wall and telling you why Ace is the place. It was just so much matter, and you couldn't get enough. <laughs> and then, when the three-hour broadcast is finally over of the telestrators and the jokes and the commercials, then this guy's gonna leave and walk into the coolest vehicle in all of the land, the Madden Cruiser. It's gotta go 1,900 miles to Candlestick, and as a kid, it's magical because if you grew up in the 80s, you grew up on Knight Rider and the A-Team Van and Sonny Crockett's Ferrari. I thought this thing was cooler than all of them. The Madden Cruiser was better than the Batmobile. So then, all right, he does the broadcasting and the commercials and, the, and he's got the vehicle. And then after the game, then you're going to go into the basement and play this guy's video game for several more hours. So what are we talking about here? This is not Joe Montana. This is not Dan Marino. This was a color commentator. And on one Sunday, a kid would listen to him talk football for three hours, learn how to cure athlete's foot, then play his video game for three more hours and go to bed on Sunday night dreaming about living in the Madden Cruiser. What a life, what a legend. Peter, it doesn't get any better than that, man. Tough acting to Nacton. Yeah, I mean, it was Ace Hardware. It was tough acting to Nacton. It was, boom, he's on his back. It was Miller Lite. Uh, less filling tastes great. And that was like bullet point 11 of, of his career. I mean, Kyle, this guy, it's amazing that we're, we're, we're talking about him. And he's a Super Bowl winning coach. When he retired after 10 years, yeah. John Madden had, had, the, uh, had won three of every four games he coached in. And instead at 42, I'm retiring, I'm done. And unlike all these other coaches, didn't have that, ah, actually, I'll come back. No, he retired, walked away from the game, and yeah. then has the broadcast career, and then has the video game. But I would go back to the broadcast career and, like, from 1983 to 1997, the AFC did not win a Super Bowl. It was dominated by the NFC. It mm. was Washington. It was <clears throat> Dallas. It was the Giants. It was the 49ers. And those teams, then the Packers, all of those big games on the NFC package, whether it be on CBS or then on Fox when he jumped to Fox, all of the biggest games of my childhood were called by John Madden. And it was not just... Mm -hmm personality and not just bombast and not just jokes. This guy taught me football. He broke down the game in that a way that someone who didn't play football growing up, someone who didn't coach football, someone who didn't learn from Bill Walsh could understand football. And, and in the Madden documentary that Kay so beautifully alluded to, they, they show that he coached a course at Cal Berkeley, not for football players, but for regular mm -hmm. students on the game and strategy of football. And some of the stories you hear is that he tried to see where the students would start drifting off when he was talking over their head and he would quickly bring it back to an analogy to real life. He tried to make football digestible for everyone. And that was the first of his kind because before that there was Cosell who was his own thing or there was the ex-player that just spoke in X's and O's. John Madden spoke to the 60-year-old woman in Idaho and to the 25-year-old guy in South Florida. And we all love them. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to miss them because John Madden was football 
growing up and he taught me the game right there on my television set. Yeah, Peter. <clears throat> John Madden was football, man. Definitely was football. I don't, I don't remember his coaching uh, history and, and things like that. Obviously seen videos, saw how he in, impacted the National Football League from a coaching standpoint. But when I think of John Madden, he represented opportunity for me. Um, being a young black kid coming out of Richmond, Virginia uh, in the early 90s, seeing those iconic games, Kyle, that you talk about, right? And you would hear that voice. Uh, and Peter, you mentioned this too. You talked about how good of a teacher he was. And to me, that's the main job as being a coach is the ability to be able to teach. It seemed like there wasn't a player. It wasn't a fan. There wasn't anybody that John Madden couldn't make this game digestible for. And so being a young man, hearing his voice, on the big screen, on the national television, knowing that football was something I wanted to do in life. I just wanted John Madden to say my name at some point, right? I just, I, I, that's yeah. what I mean by him representing so much opportunity. He got inducted into the National Football League Hall of Fame my rookie season. I remember watching his Hall of Fame speech. Again, getting ready for my very first um, NFL action, being nervous. You know what I'm saying? But obviously hearing John Madden, hearing his Hall of Fame speech, and I remember um, uh, talking to Coach Norv Turner the very next day when we had practice in San Francisco. Like, man, did you see the Hall of Fame speech? We, you know, as a group, we talked about it, and his words calmed me down. I had anxiety before the game. John Madden's words calmed me down. And both of you guys alluded to the football game, the Madden football game, the video game. How many millions of people, not just children, because I, I know some people that probably uh, has their marriage messed up right now because of this game, right? <laughs> millions of people come together, not just on a weekend basis, but an everyday basis coming together playing the video game, you know, uh, you know, having competitive situations with each other. That was what it was all about. And then, you know, I eventually got a chance to be on the Madden football game. So um, it's a sad day in football. It is because we lost the heavyweight. We lost a giant, a titan in this game. But KB, to your point, man, um, we should be celebrating just how much he meant to the game, how much he meant uh, to the broadcasting booth, and just how much he meant to humanity because the guy was an was a master, master coach. Mm, so, so well said by all of you. Larger than life, he's an absolute icon and a legend synonymous with football, with passion probably more than anything. Even with Thanksgiving, he's so iconic in all of that, being in a game that he's calling, being on a video game that he was heavily involved with in the late 80s that is probably as relevant, if not much more relevant and meaningful to players to be a part of now. He was truly larger than life. And then there's his coaching career. More wins as a coach in Raiders history than anyone else over a hundred in a quick 10-year span so let's take a look now at the life the legacy of john madden good afternoon everyone dick stockton with john madden hi everybody i'm vin scully along with john madden pat summerall here with john madden and for john 30 years john madden was the beloved dean of football analysts what a way to start a super bowl that's what cincinnati wants to do as the first sportscaster to work for all four major networks Madden built a successful career with his colorful everyman approach. Boom, you hit him. I mean, that's boom. Boom, right to the ground. Some people say, you know, they run in there and they collide or something. I mean, it gets in there, boom. That's what I say. He makes a little basketball twist there and pivot, and boom, the ball's there right again between the eight and the nine. Oh, is he happy? 
While later generations remember his larger-than-life broadcast persona, it was as the coach of the Oakland Raiders that he first grabbed the spotlight. In 1969, the 32-year-old Madden became the NFL's youngest head coach. Let's start off and stay after the whole game. In 10 seasons with the Raiders, Madden built a dominating team. He boasts one of the best regular season winning percentages of any coach with 100 victories. He won three of every four games. Well, John Madden was the Raiders. I mean, his personality, his intensity, his persona, everything about John, his appearance was ideally suited for the Raiders. These guys responded to him when possibly they couldn't have responded to anyone else, no matter how smart or gifted they'd be. We liked John. He was a, a player's coach. He let us play football. He let us have fun. And we won. We wanted a win for him. And that's really the key to coaching in the National Football League, is will the players play for you? And he always gave us a chance to do what we had to do as a team. He always stressed, whatever you guys do, just do it together and do it as one. I only had three rules, and you know, to be on time, you know, like we're gonna have a meeting or somebody, everyone's on time and do that, and to pay attention, you know, listen when you're speaking, because if you're gonna teach, you had to listen, and then play like hell when I tell you to. Play like hell on Sunday. Despite their regular season success, a Super Bowl championship remained elusive. The Raiders played in and lost five AFC title games in seven years. We were that close, and I mean, if I felt frustrated by that, how about the guy that was that far away? You know, he was really frustrated. So I always thought, you know, we have a good team, and, and we just have to kind of get one more thing here. In 1976, it all came together for Madden and the Raiders in Super Bowl XI. Their defense pummeled the Minnesota Vikings. Their offense shattered the Super Bowl record for total yards. And the victory catapulted Madden's team to the top of the NFL. And he looks and throws. Perseverance, you know, keep getting up. You get knocked down, get up, get up, get up, keep getting up. John's a big fight fan, I'm a big fight fan. You know, in a good fight, the last one up wins. With patience and faith, Madden coached his team to its greatest prize. 30 years after that achievement, he was still waiting for his ultimate recognition. For the much anticipated Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2006 announcement press conference. Someone says, do you want me to turn this off or turn it down? And I go, no, I said, I didn't make it, but let's watch it and see who did make it. John Madden. I didn't come down or, or remember anything for 24 hours. My son happened to have a camera, 
and he took a picture of that moment. And I don't remember what I looked like or what happened, but I just had tingles all over me. I've never been so emotional for so long. I mean, the feeling didn't go away. We watched the NFL Network, <laughs> they're gonna announce it, and I said, they can't take this away, can they? I mean, they can't say we're kidding. <laughs> We want it back. <laughs> you can't, you don't fly to Hawaii. You can't have it. I said, no, I can't take it away. Today feels like the second time in my life that I'm being carried off the shoulders of others. This has been the sweetest ride of them all. Thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Today we remember and celebrate a Pro Football Hall of Famer, an absolute legend, an icon in the sport of football and beyond. John Madden passed away yesterday at the age of 85. His life, his legacy will live on for lifetimes to come. Commissioner Roger Goodell joining us this morning with a heavy heart. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Kay. How are you? I'm okay. We, of course, have heavy hearts and outpouring of support. A beautiful statement by you. Condolences given to his family, his wife, Virginia, and so on. And I love this part where you said he was football. How would you describe John Madden's impact on the game? You know, I don't think too many people could have the impact that John Madden had. You know, he was um, obviously a Hall of Fame coach, went on and had an incredible uh, career as an announcer, created the Madden game, which people look at just as a electronic game but it taught so many people about the game of football and then he helped really to the week he died with myself and our staff and the competition committee on looking at every aspect of the game but there there really wasn't a guy who loved football more than john madden it's just he was incredible when i would call him and ask him about a particular play he knew exactly what i was talking about he he watched every play of every game 
multiple times. And it was just an incredible resource. But more importantly, he's a great friend of football, a great friend of the NFL. And I don't think um, anyone cared more deeply about the NFL than Coach Madden. Uh, Roger, you mentioned in your statement that you provided last night that he was an incredible sounding board to you. Uh, you mentioned the rules committee. I know how much he was a part of that. Also, diversity hiring. He was a big voice in that as well. As a sounding board, what were some of the things you would go to John Madden for, as for advice and for some mentorship that he would provide? You know, Shregs, one of the things about Coach, um, you, you could talk football all day along with him. Uh, again, you know, his knowledge of the game. Um, the history of the game was extraordinary. But he also, um, you know, in addition to the game itself, he was really big on safety. He, he really focused a great deal with, with me and our committees and our player health and safety committee on how do we make the game safer? How do we take techniques out of the game that really are unsafe and really don't need to be a part of our game? And so he was huge on that. But the one point that I would probably not underestimate is his knowledge of business. There really wasn't anything about the NFL off the field. He had a great knowledge of, uh, of the game off the field. He knew the business issues. He knew how it was impacting on our fans, uh, how it was effect affecting television. Uh, one of the things I always admired about him, when he got into television, he didn't want to just come in and be another broadcaster. He didn't want to be another color analyst. He wanted to come in and change it. The way people watched the game, the way they experienced the game, the way they understood the game. He just brought fun to it and he brought an understanding to it and, and changed the way we covered the game from the production side as well as from the analyst standpoint. And because of that, Roger, a lot of us grew up looking at John Madden as a truly magical figure on our televisions. And true to form, Batman had the Batmobile, James Bond had the Aston Martin, and John Madden had the Madden Cruiser. And we know that you were able to spend some time on that. We're all very jealous about it. Can you tell us what was it like to be on a road trip with John Madden? <laughs> hey, Kyle, you know, that was, um, that was one of the experiences I always remember. We probably spent four or five days we went to training camps. Um, it was probably back in 2009 or 10, but it, it was extraordinary uh, to have that kind of time with coach, to be able to spend all day long talking to him about football, being able to, to get back on the bus and talk about what we just saw at a training camp and who we met. We had several players who got on the bus uh, and spent time with us. You got to experience going to a rest stop with Coach Madden getting off that bus. It was unbelievable. It was, you know, it was like Elvis appeared and, and everybody came out. Yeah. Everybody wanted to line up and just get a little piece of coach. And he took time with everybody. It was just an experience I'll never forget. And I don't think he'll ever forget it because he, he always rode me hard because someone called and asked, what does Roger want to eat? And my assistant says, well, he usually has like salmon and salad most days. And when I got on the bus, he said, we don't serve salmon and salad on the Madden Cruiser. And he rode me all the way. So I never had my salmon and salad, but I got to tell you, coach got a lot of mileage out of it. Uh, there it is. Roger, first of all, thank you for joining us this morning, man. But how will you personally, how will you remember John Madden? You know, Mike, Rob, it's good. It's a really good question. I, I the way I remember him is just as who I got to know. He was a uh, a really warm, genuine person. There is nothing that was not authentic about Coach Madden. He said what was on his mind. I think people will probably never recognize, I think, how great a communicator he was. Uh, you know, I think that's what made him a great coach. I think it's what made him great on television. I think it's also great in developing the Madden game itself. He 
wanted to change whatever he was involved with. And I'm a big person on embracing change and making sure we adapt and make sure we do things differently and better. And coach always did that. Coach always found a way to say, we can change this to make this better. And he looked at something and thought that he could, could do that. So I'll remember him as the man he was. I didn't think of him as quite the Hall of Fame hero and because he just was such a good friend and someone that you could spend time with and, and really talk about anything on your mind. But he is an iconic figure in the NFL. I called him the king the other day, and I still believe that. Well, our condolences to you on the loss of your great friend, the King, John Madden, such an iconic figure. We thank you for your time, and we're sorry for your loss, Commissioner. Well, it's a loss for all of us, Kay, but thank you. As Commissioner Roger Goodell said, John Madden was football. So in that spirit, Whiteboard Wednesday dedicated to him. Guys, let's get it going here. Our first question. When you hear the name John Madden, what's the first thing that pops into your head, Triggs? I think of turducken, okay, because he brought us the turducken, but I also think of cankles. You're like, cankles? I'd never heard of the term cankles before. Let's go to a playoff game. Rams, Packers, Brett Favre throws six picks in this game. No one cared. It was all about the cankles. Take a listen. You ever see his legs? I mean, he has the biggest legs, and they go all the way down. Most legs go all the way down. No, no, but I mean, the bigness goes all the way down. He has the biggest cankles in the world. You see that area? Between your calf and your ankle, cankles. That's called cankle, and he has the biggest cankles in the world. No one has bigger cankles, I guarantee you, in the whole world than Jeff Scanina. <laughs> it was stuff like that. I loved it. Great. That was Madden in a nutshell. Middle of a playoff game, talking about cankles. That's what I'll remember. Uh, all right, for me, when I think of John Madden, it's got to be the video game, man. I'm sorry. I come from an era of gamers. Yes, uh, I saw the Madden game come. I actually used to play it on Genesis uh, back in the day. Uh, Madden 93 was my favorite. I played with the Cowboys. Emmitt Smith was a straight dog on that game, man. But, yeah, with John Madden, again, uh, you know, a pop culture icon, especially with this Madden game, is something – that he, I, I'm going to remember him for. This Mad game was awesome, brother. Some of us go all the way back to the Commodore 64 with Madden, but Kankles, Madden, the first thing I think of, three words. Itching, cracking, and burning. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> Every other commercial break for any other Madden game he would ever call, he would go to some guy's feet that were on fire, and he's it's uncomfortable, and it's got this heat sensor thing on it, and all of a sudden, Madden would come and, boom! Tough acting, thin acting. And as a kid, I didn't know what athlete's foot was. I thought that's something that you wanted. Like, I got athlete's feet. No, it turns out it's a condition <laughs> that John Madden tells you has itching, cracking, and burning. And on the national broadcast every single Sunday, this guy's feet would be on fire, and Madden would put out the fire. And I've never forgotten about it. All three of them, <laughs> boom, tough acting, thin acting. The best. Put it on the map. <laughs> I, I love it. At you, McPhee, with your answers. Everybody watching, we know you want to share your memories of the great John Madden. Uh, he was the master of the telestrator. He telestrated everything from coolers to Troy Aikman's beard. We all remember that, of course. If you, Shregs, could have one, have John Madden telestrate one thing in your everyday life, what would it have been? 
I would love John Madden to take the Telestrator and Telestrate me riding the subway in COVID times. You got the mask on here. This guy's got the mask, but he's also yep. trying to be six feet apart. And he's got the other guy. And this guy's got no mask. And the cop, he don't care about the guy with no mask. But this lady, she's upset about this guy in the mask. <laughs> Just drawing it all up and giving a scene. Because if you take any New York City subway right now, it is a scene. And it is an amazing thing to observe. I would love Madden to give us his Telestration of exactly what's going on. All right, for me, it's got to be my morning routine, guys. I don't know if you follow me on okay. social media and all my platforms. I'm always talking about stretching and meditating. And I have a Superman pose that I do, guys, right, where I kind of put my hands on my hips and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm telling myself I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I would love to hear John Madden kind of, you know, tell us straight, talk through, you know, tell, take the audience through my morning routine. And, guys, I stand on my head for like two or three minutes minutes to me that would be the highlight of uh john madden telestrating my morning routine there's a lot of things i was thinking about saying gin friday which is me just passed out with two martinis on the couch that's not that interesting we just missed it as a show i feel like if we had started a little bit earlier good morning football we might have had coach madden come on the show and if he did i'm just going to make this about a thing we do here i would like a john madden telestration uh, of Angry Runs. Just come in and do it. You know yes. why? Because the segment is just oh, a yes. series of booms. Boom, 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 boom. One after another. And he'd say, what is that, Pat? And he'd say, that's a scepter. He's got a scepter, Pat. And he would circle it. Look at this. This guy's zipper is down. <laughs> and he would circle that and it would be on and on. It was like what Madden is born on the telestration to do. It would be a terrible look, very masculine for me, but it would also be an honor to have him do that. <laughs> and I just, uh, I'm getting wispy just even thinking about it. Angry runs with Coach Madden. And Rob brought it up earlier. The younger generations, of course, Madden being in Madden, playing Madden, that's the connection for many people to the Hall of Famed legend, John Madden. So who is your all-time favorite Madden video game player to play with, Peter? Today's Madden is a different Madden than I grew up with. I grew up in the 90s with the Sega Genesis version that Mike Rob was talking about. And I would always play with the Detroit Lions, Scott Mitchell handing it off to Barry Sanders. Yes! Barry had 99 speed yes! and would just go all over the place. And, you know, it was always the argument. We'd rather a big power back, like a Jerome Bettis or a Bam Morris or, or a shifty one like Emmett or Barry with his jersey untucked. Barry Sanders on Madden in yes. the 90s versions with the white cover and Madden's face on it. That's what I was going with. Barry, number 20, Detroit Lions. Peter, Barry Sanders was my all-time favorite player in the world growing up. I love Barry Sanders. I know everything about him. I love Barry Sanders. And you're right. He was damn near unstoppable on Madden. But for me, guys, and this was a, a great honor when it finally, when the time, when my time finally came for me be able to be able to do this. The franchise mode, Mike Robb. When I played QB, mm -hmm. yes, right? So it was when college football came out and I was able to do the franchise mode on that and then draft myself as a quarterback, right? As a quarterback into the Madden uh, franchise mode. And it was crazy, man, because again, I talked about earlier in the show, uh, for years, man, you just played this game and you, you know, you, you played the Madden game, you know, you know, the, the, the Madden iconic uh, stature, you know that, you know, to be on that game really means something, especially to be on the covering all of that stuff so to be able to draft myself from college as a Heisman finalist at the quarterback position and then be able to draft myself in the franchise mode and actually play quarterback and I was in a video game it wasn't real life man it was awesome I will never forget that about John Madden video games yes
It is really cool. Madden's favorite player, if you listen to any game, was Brett Favre. He loved Brett Favre, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. So I would always play with the Packers because I wanted any piece of Brett Favre because they would make him unbelievable, and so were his surrounding pieces. I had a Madden game that was like mid-'90s Super Nintendo. N64 had not dropped yet, but it was still talking. So the guy I would throw to all the time, and this is a deep cut, every time I would throw to Favre's tight end, he would catch every single one, and Summer would go, pass complete, mark. Chamura, Chamura. He was unbelievable <laughs> in this game, this particular version that I had, because they gave all of Favre's super friends superpowers. So you would throw it to Chamura every single time, and your friend or your brother knew it was going to Chamura, and he would take whoever on there. You would take uh, Darren Sharper, whoever was there doing it to try to stop it, and he would always work, and it would always be completed, and it was Mark Chamura was my guy, and a big old spike in the end zone. <laughs> there you have it, a very John Madden edition of Whiteboard Wednesday. We'll have more on one of the most beloved iconic sports figures of all time all after this, and I'll show right here on Good Morning Football. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm smiling because we're celebrating the life of John Madden, one of the greatest coaches, broadcasters, and friends to the NFL. And one person at the NFL Network who worked very closely with John Madden and the start of her career was really learning a bunch about the world of broadcasting and, of course, the world of the NFL was Melissa Stark. We are so happy to have John Madden's Monday Night Football partner, Melissa Stark, on the show this morning. Melissa, condolences on the passing of John Madden. What's your initial reaction and the, the loss of this legendary man? Well, uh, you know, the fact that we had the tribute on Christmas Day that uh, the All Madden documentary aired, and I know that he was surrounded by family and friends when he watched it. And then after he saw it, he went around to everybody and asked them their favorite part. And he loved it. 
I mean, he absolutely loved it. And you could see, for those of you who haven't seen it, you have to see it, but you could see how many people loved him and you could see the impact that he had on different people because everybody loved him for a different reason. Just the career that he had in so many areas. I, I think the one thing in life is it's very hard to be the best at one thing, but to be the best at coaching, at broadcasting, at being a human being, just a, a hall of fame person to be the best in all those areas is, uh, you know, the ultimate trifecta. And that's what he was. Melissa, I'm so sorry for your loss. Everyone loved John Madden, but not everybody worked with him. You, of course, on that Monday night football broadcast, you, John Madden, Al Michaels, it was magic. Yeah. What was it like working with the great John Madden? It was incredible because I was so young at the time, Kay. I mean, I was 26, 25, 26. And he just treated me like one of the guys. And he was so much fun. And we would watch film together. When we would go to the team facilities, he would orchestrate these touch football games and we'd all play. We all had to play different roles and different positions. And we'd play the PR teams. And usually we'd lose, but we'd never lose because John would cheat. John would fudge the score so that our broadcast team always won. But he always made things fun. Of course, we rode on the Madden Cruiser. And uh, that was just unbelievable because you, know, you hear so much about the Madden Madden Cruiser and his claustrophobia and, and how many miles he logged and all of that. And, but it really was his home. You're on it and he's letting you into his home. That was an incredible perspective into him and who he was. And uh, I was just so thankful that he, the way he treated me was incredible for my confidence and um, just being in his presence and uh, being part of that team, you know, obviously with Al Michaels and um, you couldn't ask for anything more. Melissa, we can't get enough of the cruiser. We absolutely love it. We had Commissioner Goodell on earlier, and he told this incredible story about how the uh, <laughs> Coach Madden had said to him, when you come on the cruiser, what would you like for food? And he, Roger and his assistant said some salmon and salad. And Coach Madden said, we don't do salmon and salad on the Madden cruiser. Can you tell us some more memories of that? And do you remember any of these house rules? What was your experience? So it was incredible. You had We had Willie, who was the bus driver. Joe was a bus driver as well. Really, it was like a family getting on there. I remember, it was incredibly cold. He kept it like a iceberg in there. So it was just uh, lots of jokes, lots of inside jokes. Some of them not, you know, PG rated. So I couldn't share them here. He, he loved to He loved to tell jokes. And, you know, you're talking about food. We didn't really eat that much on the bus because we'd stop in all these, you know, we'd stop in all these places. I mean, we really went to production meetings and things like that on the bus, but it was so, he loved food. He absolutely loved food. And so it was so much fun to go to, you know, if you're in Philly, the cheesesteak, if you're in Kansas city, the ribs, and he would just talk mm -hmm. about them the whole way. And he would find, you know, the most authentic place to go, you know, not touristy. And, um, come off the bus and be this absolute rock star hero and just want to know about the people and just want to know about the town. And uh, that was him. He was just so genuine and so real. We already we all know John Mann had this larger than life type of a personality. You worked so yeah. close with him for a long time. What was he like, you know, behind the scenes, off camera? What was that experience like uh, with John Mann? just the kindest human that you'll know and so interested in you or whoever he was talking to. 
um, loved to have fun, loved to laugh. I, I said, you know, I think for me, the biggest thing that I'll remember about him is his smile, but really cared about people and cared about your kids. And, you know, he, 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 he would look at pictures of my kids and say, oh, okay, that one's going to be an offensive lineman. Okay. That one's going to be the quarterback. And you know, everything always came back to football, of course. And one of my favorite lines, and I'm sure you guys heard this when he was covering a broadcast, or maybe he just said it to us behind the scenes. I think he said it on the air, but he would say about a football player, he said, there's one person that's watching him on every single play. And that's his mom. And John just got it. You know, he just understood what was valuable and he understood family. And um, that's what he prioritized. And that in football, he will definitely be missed. But of course, um, you know, what can you what more could you ask for than to live such an incredible, credible life where you touched so many people? It's beautiful. And I, I, I know you are in the thick of it and you're working, but like, I don't think you realize the impact that you make to so many young broadcasters and the impact that you have being on the field. And just to say from a personal level, how honored I am to share a sideline with you on Saturday night. I can only imagine how you felt with Madden and Michaels up there in the booth. But Melissa, thank you for sharing your memories. It's so cool to speak with you this morning. Thanks for having me, guys. We're joined now by a very special person to me personally and to the world of the NFL, someone you can currently hear calling games on Amazon Prime, NFL on Prime, alongside uh, the great Hannah Storm. Uh, You can hear that on Thursday Night Football, the recipient of the Pro Football Hall of Fame honor of the Pete Rosell Award, a multiple Emmy winner and a close friend of the late John Madden. Andrea Kramer, we are so sorry. We are sending our condolences to you, of course, on your loss, and we thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks, Kay, and thanks to all of you for having me on. And truthfully, I think it's a universal loss for not just for the entire sports world as well as, of course, the NFL. It is, and we know that you incepted, you were part of the inception of Sunday Night Football alongside John Madden back in 2006. And I just wanted to give you a chance to really take it wherever you'd like to go and and tell us how you're feeling, what he meant to you, or any stories you'd like to share. Well, I have to start off by, because that's the first thing, aside from profound sadness, I just sort of got flooded by various memories that I had of working with him. But one in particular, you, my diminutive friend, will appreciate since we are both very (laughs) slight, 5'2", barely 100 pounds. So it's Monday Night Football pregame, and it's in Miami, and there are hurricane-like conditions. And I am on the field literally doing stand-ups with sandbags on my feet. And John was doing pregame with us at the time. And after, you know, he threw to me and I gave the report, then I throw back to him. And as he is throwing back, he says, wow, I think I just saw Andrea Kramer fly through the air in the wind. <laughs> that was Madden's humor. He was just so, he was always, you know, so quick and so wry and so funny. And, um, and listen, you know, you just had Melissa on and, She joined John at the onset of her career. By the time I got to John, I've been in the business for 20 plus years. But let me tell you, the idea of working with John Madden, Al Michaels, of course, the greatest production team of all time and Fred Gidelli and and Drew Esikoff, that was pretty significant. uh, And then, of course, being on the bus with John, it was like being on tour with a rock group. That's what it was like when you walked into a, a hotel <laughs> because Madden was so much larger than life. It was literally what what the sports version of the Beatles was like. But 
the thing that you can't miss about the bus, the bus wasn't about transportation. The bus was about camaraderie. The bus was about everybody talking, watching, whatever. You know, Coach always had the clicker in his hand, whether it was on the bus, watching television or Friday film sessions that we would sit at. And he would, you know, go back and forth and, and go through all the plays. And it was just there's just so many amazing memories that you have of him. But it all came down to this was his team now. He was no longer in the Raiders. This was his team. And the, the dinner that he had for all, all of us at his Hall of Fame induction, he always had a party right before the Super Bowl when we covered the Super Bowl in Tampa. It was about team. That was the key thing for John Madden. We know the big bombastic personality. We know the commercials and the video game. You know the man. So what was he like in those, I don't know, more private moments or maybe just off the broadcast where it was just you and him and maybe you, him and the crew? I think two things really resonate for me on, on a personal level. And that is uh, coach sort of, he stopped traveling to the Hall of Fame. He loved the Hall of Fame. Of course, we remember the one, probably the greatest ever line, right? Which is the busts talk to each other, which is more evidence of camaraderie, right? But uh, when I was honored by the Hall of Fame, as, as Kay mentioned, I get home and coach calls me. And I'm, I'm just so proud of you. And we must have talked for like an hour, just catching up on everything. And it was so meaningful that he picked up the phone to think about me at that really important time in my career. Hmm. Fast forward a few months and I'm about to do my first game as an analyst on Amazon Thursday Night Football. And two days before the game, my phone rings. Hey, coach, how are you? I didn't know about this. Why did I know about this? I'm so proud of you. He's going on and on. How are you feeling? And I said, Coach, I'm a little nervous. I'm pretty darn scared, you know what, Liz. And John Madden said to me, don't feel like you have to cram for the test. You've been preparing for this your entire career. Oh my God. Hearing that from John Madden was so personally meaningful to me. It sort of tamped down my anxiety level from 100 to maybe a 60, but at least it was going down. So that was a good thing. But that's the kind of person that, that John was. How could he be a resource for me? What can I do to help you? Something that he told me, which was advice that I carry with me to this day is don't just talk all this football lingo. People don't know what it really means. You, you got to explain stuff. Absolutely. That's something that I try to bring to my role. And it's something that I constantly hear coach saying in my head because he was the master of that. He understood the game, but how to explain it in that very understandable and relatable way. And just, you know, it's just, it's so hard to, to think that that he's gone and just the idea that he passed away in peace. And by the way, can we just say he would not be happy with all this talk about him? He would want us all to be talking about the playoffs upcoming and who's this and that. That that's that's what was important to coach more than anything. He was, as I call him, the custodian of the game. We are so honored to have you, Andrea Kramer, that you would even wake up and stop by. Guys, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, happy holidays to you. Happy New Year. Above all, stay healthy to you and everyone that's out there watching and listening. Thank you so much. You too. Big thanks to the commissioner, Roger Goodell, Melissa Stark, Andrea Kramer for joining our show. Our condolences to them, to his family, Virginia, his extended family, the Raiders, and the NFL. We'll see you tomorrow on Good Morning Football. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.